0: What's going on everybody and welcome to another edition of the weekly walk-off part of the did you hear podcast part of the blue wire hustle podcast network i'm emma houghton he's pat zhang and pat we're only 22 seconds into this episode but i am going to say that i think this will be the best episode we record
1: oh high standards i like it
0: I i am that excited
1: I love trying to live up to big expectations. Yeah, this is this is a fun one. There's some big stuff going around in baseball, specifically one topic, which uh, we're going to get into a little bit. I think it's captivated a lot of the baseball world and a lot of the sports world as well. Uh, so really looking forward to talking about this one.
0: I'm so excited. So I'm bringing up the the name of the Sports Illustrated article where really this has just exploded. The The name of this article, the title is, quote, this should be the biggest scandal in sports. Oof. And we're not talking about the science stealing scandal. Science stealing scandal. We're talking about foreign substances on baseball. Pat and I are both going to say what we think about it, which is going mm. to be very passionate, at least <laughs> on my end. I'm sure it will be on your end as well. And then to end, we're going to answer the very vague, open, the universal question, honestly, of what we think is the best way to fix baseball. Because as great as the as the core of baseball is right now, the sport's got a few problems that they have to deal with right now.
1: There are some things that are broken. <laughs> uh, and there really are. And this is one of them. And uh, as we are too, we're, what, two, three years, two years basically after the Astros scandal
0: mm-hmm. really
1: broke out. This is not good for baseball. To have another thing pop on this and as I said we are discussing the forum foreign, su- foreign substances that pitchers are using on baseballs and I don't think it's possible to look at this without acknowledging the long history that they've had in this sport yeah they, I mean go back to the 1920s 1930s ever heard of a spitball where, where do you think that comes from <laughs> things like that um you know we know about pitchers like Phil Negro scuffing up balls. Uh, uh, Mike Scott was did it as well against the Mets in 1986 you can go on and on and on pitchers have always tried to f- find a way for an advantage with balls whether it was bringing on foreign substances like spit, Vaseline, scuffing balls up it's happened forever but what we've seen now is what seems like a more systematic approach mm. to it in baseball and it's undeniable it's happening across the sport and it is happening at an unbelievable clip I mean, just look at if you go numbers wise here from 2015 to 2021, the average fastball spin rate has gone up about 70 uh, revolutions per minute. Not that bad, right? But it's a four seam fastball. That's mostly done on, you know, velocity. It's not going to spin as much. Go to your breaking pitches. Sliders are up by over 300 revolutions. Curveballs are up by over 200 revolutions and cutters are up by over 200 revolutions. That that's a big jump in only six years. It's not natural. It's not natural. And this is a problem for the sport, especially when we've talked about, and we've spent a bunch of time talking about this year, how offense is down. I mean, the league average is 237 right now, which is 15 points worse than it was even I think it was two or three years ago. So for pitchers to then bring on this exterior substance, which is making it so much harder for hitters to put the ball in play, which is one of baseball's biggest issues right now that's plaguing it, something has to change here. And th- I'm not sure that everyone... I, Major League Baseball clearly does because Rob Manford is now stepping in and trying to enforce this thing. How they're going to be able to enforce it, that's going to be the fun part of this whole yeah. rodeo coming up in the next couple weeks. But something's got to change.
0: I don't even really know where to start.
1: <laughs> it's there difficult. There is so
0: much to go through. I guess I'll start with your point about the offense. And this is in my mind, the reason why this has become such an issue. Yep. If you want to take it back to 2018, a lot of people in baseball are pointing fingers at Trevor Bauer Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: he opened Pandora's box, I guess you could say, and he called out the Astros for basically saying that they had unnatural spin rate. He said that he went into a lab and tried to replicate the type of spin that some of these Houston Astros pitchers had specifically. And he said on the record, I'm pretty sure he wrote an article about it in the players' tribune. I'm not pretty sure he did that. It was not natural. It was, you could not raise the RPMs that you had on a specific pitch by the numbers that Pat said 300, 400, 500 naturally. Yep. When he said that, then all of the scrutiny came along, and now you have Mike Schilt going on a soapbox for four minutes in a <laughs> post-game interview talking all these blasphemous things because his pitcher, Giovanni Gallegos, yep. was the one whose hat got confiscated.
1: By Joe West, mind you, because yeah, that just that. makes the story even better.
0: Joe West is in a league of his own, honestly. <laughs> so that's that's the backdrop. Now you've got the offense, and then the third thing, the offense scuffling. Mm-hmm. People are just searching for answers for how to make this game more watchable. Because yep. when you have three hits a game, people are going to change the channel. The third thing is the baseball. And this is actually where I feel most strongly. The baseball is changed every single year.
1: Oh, this was going to be one of my points. I love that you're going into it.
0: Every single year, the baseball that is used on the field is changed, and you know who makes that decision, Pat, about how the ball should be changed?
1: I do. It, Please tell not, them. It's not the pitchers. Nope. It, it's not the hitters. Nope. It's not the managers. It is the office of Major League Baseball.
0: Who who basically work for the owners. <laughs>
1: hmm
0: So that's the backdrop for me that is most important. Baseball is the one making the changes, and now... In my mind, it is completely on the office of Major League Baseball to fix this issue. Because as Pat perfectly summed up, this issue has been going on for literally decades, if not hundreds of years, since baseball was existed. And it has gotten more high tech. You don't see pitchers just using spit or pine tar or sunscreen anymore, or even rosin. You've gotten you've got the real substances now the spider tack. the spider tack, but it, it it is completely in my mind on the office of baseball to change this issue because they're the ones who are making the changes to the baseball when the ball was going out of the park too often it was hitters and pitchers faults and when the ball isn't being put in play more it's hitters faults but pitchers all of a sudden are going to be the ones penalized. Oh. It makes zero sense.
1: So I wasn't going to get into this until a little later. but <laughs> you've, I
0: already opened it up. I would <laughs> like, say,
1: but you've opened it up, so I have to go here. Because this point, it is something that I never thought about until I heard Pete Alonso speak in his yes. pre press I conference yesterday. I specifically wanted
0: it. to talk about him. Exactly.
1: Yes. So, you know, you're mentioning Major League Baseball and the ball changing. And how did Pete Alonso frame it? When the ball was jumping out of the ballpark, when everyone when it was the huge home run jump in 2019, the top free agents or upcoming free agents that year were Garrett Cole, Steven Strasburg, Madison Bumgarner, Zach Wheeler. A ton of pitchers were ready to hit the market. So Pete Alonso then points out that the ball's jumping out of the ballpark, raising ERAs everywhere, more runs. It hurts pitchers going into contract negotiations, obviously this year. He refers to the just stud group of shortstops that will be hitting the market. Your Trevor Stories, your Javier Baez, your Corey Seegers, the ball's deadened this year. It's more of a pitcher's game this year. And I have to say, I had never thought of it in that way. Me neither. But when you do think of it in that way, and as you said, you say that Major League Baseball, the office of it, works for the owners and we know about the contentious is the nicest word I can say relationship between the owners and the players. Is it really that far out there to connect the dots on those and say that there's some sort of correlation?
0: Absolutely not. And I mean, when I watched that video, a light bulb literally went off in my head. I couldn't believe it. The other thing To answer your question, it is absolutely not outrageous to think that at all, because we know that the offices of Major League Baseball will do anything and everything in their power to put themselves on top. And if it's at the cost of the lowest batting average in the history of the sport, Mm -hmm. who cares? Also, in that sense, Garrett Cole got a contract for nine years and $324 million. So the juice balls didn't do too much to affect (laughs) his contract. But the second part of the Pete Alonso comments that I wanted to bring up. Hitters don't care about sticky substances. I
1: I was so interesting that he said that.
0: The reason why he said it was that as a hitter, if pitchers can't command Mm -hmm. what pitches they're going to throw, a hitter's life could literally be in danger. You saw what happened to Kevin Pillar... Was it a month ago? A couple weeks ago?
1: It should be just about a month at this point. Yeah,
0: just about a month when he By got By the way, hit two the home face. runs
1: yesterday. He's, Incredible. The
0: fact that he is even playing baseball is beyond me. That he mm. has the courage to stand in the box. But this is what Pete Alonso is saying. Largely, a blanket statement of hitters don't care that pitchers are using sticky substances is probably an over-exaggeration. But hitters assume that pitchers are using something because they have to trust that the pitchers have some sort of command. That, to me, was potentially even more interesting. Because, again, it goes back to the fact that Major League Baseball is doing this to themselves. Yeah. Everybody else was <laughs> fine with it.
1: I, and it's it's so interesting. I, I believe Jeff Passan referenced this, so I want to make sure to, to give him credit in a fantastic article he read about it. But So, yes, Alonzo said that. I actually don't agree with that statement because if you look at it, hit by pitches have been on the rise every single year over the last five years. I think this is a false narrative spun by pitchers Mm. to kind of validate the fact that they are using this sticky stuff. Yes, I'm sure there is a part of it that helps them control it a little more and keeps the hitters a little more safe, but it's not like hitters aren't getting plunked at an alarming rate anyway. So I kind of think they're using that. Oh, it's about safety to kind of cover their tracks a little bit. Mm. So I, I get where Alonso's coming from. He just saw Kevin Pillar get hit in the face, as you said. So that's gotta be right towards the top of his mind, but it's hurting hitters. I, I think you can see that just through the average, as we've talked about league wide through the dominance we've seen in pitching through the, the, the jump in in KS per nine, through the crazy jump in spin rate, and you know the the most <laughs> the fun part about this stuff too for the uh, tracking who's doing it, it's really not that hard to see who are the guys doing it because a- as you said, there's a natural spin rate progression and there's an unnatural spin rate progression. Garrett Cole's the easiest one to go to where his spin rate jumped up 300 revolutions per minute in one season. Yeah, that doesn't happen. It's why he is now the face of this whole thing after that just disaster of an answer to Ken Davidoff's question about do you use spider tack? Trevor Bauer, who, as you said, spoke about, you know, the, the real, A, the great part about RPMs, but also how you can do it by using these outside substances. And he didn't use it for a while, but then all of a sudden his spin rate jumped way up. And yeah. then I don't think it's a coincidence that in his last start, the, his first start after Major League Baseball said they're cracking down on it, his spin rate went down by 200 revolutions per minute. The least spin rate he's had in a start in, I think, three years. Or two two or three years. That's not a coincidence.
0: It's actually mind-blowing to think about the repercussions of this. It is. What is going to happen to these pitchers? And mm-hmm. when I saw all those numbers about Trevor Bauer, I immediately thought of you, Pat. And that <laughs> rant you had a couple months ago... About all the years that Trevor Bauer has been literally exactly average, if not slightly below average. And then one year, he fixed things. Fixed, in quotes, because now he is the poster child for this cheating scandal, which is what it is. And now he has a three-year, $102 million contract for the reigning world champions.
1: Yep. It's it is the inverse of what hitters had with steroids yes back about probably 15 years ago now where where we you know pitchers used it to gain an advantage it obviously helped them in free agency we've seen a lot of big pitching contracts handed out recently and now how this thing moves forward all depends on how major league baseball polices this thing is this an empty threat That they're saying they're cracking down on it, or are they literally going to send umpires out there to check on gloves, hats, you know, during starts to, to try and crack down on it? Because then it becomes risk reward type of thing. Am I going to risk using this foreign substance and possibly getting suspended, fined, whatever major league baseball decides to do, but in the grand scheme of things, how much is that going to really hurt me if I can sign a three year, $102 million contract?
0: Oh my god, I'm about to jump out of my seat. Can I pause that for a second and go (laughs) back to the steroids comp first? Because that's the easy comparison. Yep. The difference is that hitters can use steroids and pitchers can use steroids. Here, hitters can't do anything.
1: No, pine tar is not going to help you make contact.
0: (laughs) Pine tar isn't going to help your eyes identify the type of pitch that is being thrown based on the spin rate. That has been the thing that I... It just puts hitters at such a, such a disadvantage. Okay, so that's the preface to this second thing. Major League Baseball, in the past few days, literally, has made it very clear that they are going to stop pitchers between innings mm-hmm. and examine their bodies yep. to see if they have foreign substances. And actually, not just pitchers, catchers, catchers as well, and infielders. Yeah. I mean, the, the possibilities, the number of possibilities for where players can start to put substances to get past this is a whole nother conversation. What I wanted to ask you, and I think what you brought up segues perfectly, is the, my word for it is honestly guilt, the guilt Mm -hmm. part of it, because I think it goes back all the way past minor leagues to honestly college, if not high school baseball, because when is this being instilled in players? The only way you can advance as a pitcher is to what? Get outs, get strikeouts more specifically, that's going to help you advance. Yep. And the best way to get strikeouts is to lather up that ball so that it comes screaming out of your hand. And then when you try and palm the baseball afterwards, you can pull grass out of the ground. Because mm-hmm. it's so sticky. That was one of the references in the article. There was literally a ball that pulled grass out of the ground. It was so sticky. Just imagine that. I, it, it, it's hard for me to get this all together. I'm sorry if I'm all over the place. No. <laughs> so minor league pitchers are getting it instilled in their head that in order to advance, they have to do this. And they have not had any example of a penalty so to not do it is putting yourself at a disadvantage, and that disadvantage is potentially losing a job. Because yep. let's remember, these are jobs. Money is at stake. Lives and, and well-being is at stake. Family and caring for your family, all that. Mm-hmm. And the answer is to cheat and use this. And my stance, Pat, is I do not think it is the player's fault. I think they are being forced to cheat in this way. Because baseball hasn't enforced it for so long that it's just become another unwritten rule of baseball that nobody's talked about until all of a sudden baseball ratings are horrible because there's no more offense.
1: Yeah, and you're right. And it's as you stated before, the stem of all of this is the offense. That's what it is. That is just plain and simple what it comes down to is Major League Baseball is staring at this in the face saying, how can we generate more offense? Yeah,
0: because they, this... they feel like they have to do something.
1: It, exactly. So it's, uh, I, it's, serious, I, it's tough to fully put your hand down on it because you need to know what baseball is going to do first with the enforcement, like what yeah. the punishment is going to be. But no, I I do get your point with that. And I think passing through it out there that he thinks between 70 and 80% of pitchers are currently using this stuff. So it's more of a, at this point, if you're not using it, you're kind of falling behind and say, so if you're a fringe guy trying to keep on, you know, to that job in the bullpen as one of the last pitchers, you're going to use that stuff, right? Because it's going to help your slider cut a little bit more. So it's, it's a tricky situation. Um, and Honestly, it has the potential to really morph into an ugly situation for baseball, because th- as you said, this is a cheating scandal. That's what yeah. it, th- it is in the rule book that you are not allowed to apply foreign substances to baseballs. You can't do it. You can't alter the makeup of the ball on the mount. And it's something that's been going on for a long time. And it's something that Major League Baseball has finally decided they would like to address.
0: That's the thing. It's just it's becoming so whimsical and I was also reminded of the podcast that you and I both loved. It's called The Edge by yes. Ben Ryder. And it's about the Astros sign-stealing scandal. And it opens this, this podcast with... I can't remember the guy's name, but it's a pitcher who got shelled by the Astros, was demoted, and then he ended up suing the Astros because his livelihood was greatly altered by the fact that the Astros hitters knew what pitches were coming... And were able to hit him hard, and he was deemed not worthy of being on the forty-man roster. And then he floated around the minor leagues, and his life was 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 greatly changed. It's affecting hitters that much, mm-hmm. right? And and it's almost weird to call it cheating because yes, in the rule book, you are specifically going against the rules but because it's so widespread. Yes. And because a hitter like Pete Alonso is basically saying that he's okay with it. Even if you disagree, he said it. Yeah. And managers don't do anything about it and for years umpires didn't do anything about it. It's all going to be now on how the how baseball's going to handle it. And are yeah. they literally going to pat down pitchers in between innings? and pat down catchers, and throw out suspensions, and ejections. How far is this gonna go? And it's already ugly, because yes, the lack of offense is a huge issue, (laughs) but now you've just got this whole other scandal that are gonna make people change the channel anyway. It's its own beast.
1: Yeah, just for reference, it was Mike Bolsinger. Thank you. Thank you. No, I I knew you'd want to have that in there. Thank you. Um, And you know pet as you said with trevor bauer you know talking about it that's what major league baseball has done now that they have acknowledged this because this has been just like the, the dirty little secret that's not even so much of a secret that yeah. has been around in baseball for a very long time but they've just looked the other way with it and now they've decided it's time to open the box and i don't know what comes next here um I don't know the impact, say, that a lot of these pitchers are going to have. I guess you can see it with the the spin rate, as I just referenced. Garrett Coles was way down in his first start, and Trevor Bauer was way down in his first start since this stuff came out. Uh, I wonder if we see a spike in offense. Yeah. Possibly. That's what I was
0: going to ask. I
1: I think the weather as well is going to play into that now as we get into mid-June, and and pitchers are maybe a little more weary to use this type of stuff. Uh, But... I think, say, a month from now, there's going to be tangible results for us to look back at and see if this crackdown of sorts is working.
0: It's actually really nice. It, almost a half of a season. Yeah. Half of a season of, of foreign substances and spin rate, and then depending on how baseball handles it. I have two things. The first is that going back to 2018 and all those things I said about Trevor Bauer, he specifically said, I don't do that because I have morals.
1: Yep. I think something changed. (laughs) You
0: hear guys who are very proud of the fact that they don't use substances. And I can appreciate that. But the difference between this and stealing signs, say, is that only you are being at a disadvantage. It doesn't matter about anything else. If 70 to 80% of the league is doing it, and you're not just because of a rule written in a rule book that hasn't been enforced in decades, then is that really about morals? Mm. You see what I mean there? Like, it doesn't, I don't know if, maybe I, I don't have a conscience or something, but it didn't mean as much to me when I heard those guys, and they were anonymous, saying, I don't do that because I don't want to be a cheater. I have morals. For so long, it just has been an afterthought. Nobody's been thinking about it, so why wouldn't you do it? what do you think about that
1: yeah i i do think a part of it plays into it where it's i don't want to use it because it's just you know better for me mentally you know say not not having it in there but as you said too like when it comes down to people that are struggling of late or are looking to make a roster it you're gonna use it it just it made too much sense for too long like, and too many guys benefited from it for you to not use it.
0: Yeah. So, it just, it's horrible. It's horrible to think about it that way and to not use it and then struggle and then say, okay, this is going to help me put over the edge. Yep. It, it, it stinks that it doesn't come down to, to talent like that. And then the second thing, the, the obvious thing, is that how much is this going to change the offense? How much mm-hmm. is this going to fix baseball if all of a sudden this is super strictly enforced? Garrett Cole had the fastest fastest fastball of his career last night I think if not the career then the season 98 his fastball averaged 98.2 miles per hour and that was when the spin rate went down Mm -hmm. so maybe these guys don't need it maybe Garrett Cole doesn't I don't know I don't know
1: it's gonna be fascinating to follow especially the known guys like it's the the Garrett Coles the Trevor Bowers the U Darvishes the ones that yeah he's been in the news yeah that there's like very very <laughs> a strong evidence suggesting that they have partaken in, in this mm-hmm. i think they are going to be the ones most interesting to follow but then it's the guys that you don't know for sure but maybe have been pitching pretty well this year and then blow up say you know a month or two from now
0: yeah.
1: um, there could be a lot of ramifications from this
0: yeah and these numbers are going to be so skewed in our minds now oh, and yeah. other big na- max scherzer justin verlander they were all in the conversation a couple years ago too when mm-hmm. trevor bauer outed them so I guess just to wrap this thing up, and then and we'll we'll segue to other things that we think need to be changed, and we could talk about that for hours, but we'll try and keep this short. <laughs> I I hope that Major League Baseball sees this as an opportunity to try and fix other things, and I I said that after the sign ceiling scandal when Rob Manfred called the World Series trophy a piece of metal. Oh,
1: that still hurts me.
0: It just devalues everything. And if if Major League Baseball doesn't make a big deal out of this, then they're devaluing all of the talent that they've seen in years before. I'm fine. Let's just do uh, rosin, sunscreen, and spit. What about that? Let's just ban all the real substances, the spider tack and the pelican and all the other things you've heard. Let's just go back to the more natural stuff. <laughs> let's let's cut it in half and just go that because I also am not sure it would be great if you completely take it all away, you throw out suspensions, and then Trevor Bauer comes back and he's terrible. Is that quote unquote good for baseball? If that happens, is Rob Manfred going to go home and sleep easy at night because he fixed the problem?
1: I, I like where you're, you're going with that, and yes, I would definitely outlaw all of these crazy, basically glue-like substances. Yeah, those ones are too much. That, it's too that, much. That, that it's Because it's crazy, it's giving them an incredible advantage, but I'd say let's look at this problem and let's try to find a solution to it. Okay, so pitchers obviously don't think the rosin is enough to be Mm. able to get more of a grip because that's why it's out there it's supposed to help them get a grip so how about we rework things in the rosin that is more helpful to the pitchers but specifically to get a grip rather than to increase your spin rate by 300 Mm. revolutions per minute like let's try to help the pitchers in that way and try to find a solution here so they're not trying to find spider tack to to grip the ball better and to be able to get more spin so i i'd say that that's if you want to go on a positive route, how yeah. they can look at it, I fear that that is not the route Major League Baseball is going to go.
0: I was going to say, it sounds simple enough, <laughs> but it's probably also not as easy said than done. No, the, no. The other thing is to stop changing the baseball. Leave it as is and then see the oh, trends nice? over a couple of years. God. It's just yeah, crazy.
1: I, I will never agree with the changing the baseball year in and year out. It yeah. doesn't make sense. It's not fair to any of the players. And... As we talked about before, when you think about it, there might be a correlation for what they do when.
0: Yeah, Pete Alonso really illuminated that for us. And mm-hmm. now this is a trend that we can see in the yep. future. when it, If it's a pitcher-heavy class versus a position player-heavy class, we'll see what baseball does <laughs> to try and stop that. So I, I think that is so interesting. I was so, so excited to talk about it because... It's obviously a huge issue. It's what all, the whole baseball world is talking about. And then I think generally it applies to everything because you don't see this type of stuff happening in sports. This is basically no. deflate gate that happened for a couple of months in New England and then nobody talked about it anymore because you just... You put an end to it. You exit. Yep. You, th- you throw out a penalty and then it's done. You don't yeah. see it year after year.
1: Yeah. No, no, definitely. This is definitely a lot more widespread.
0: Yeah. So let's finish then with... You, you have one thing and I have one thing. If we had to say how to fix baseball, Pat, what is the one thing you would say?
1: So it, obviously it's an interesting question and there's a million different ways you can go with it. So I tried to go with the most holistic
0: mm-hmm.
1: approach to it and that is find the labor piece and find a standardized set of rules oh to play gosh. across the American League and the National League. Figure it out with that. It's get these guys to the table like actually give it a chance, talk to each other, let the players especially voice their concerns to the owners because the owners are going to be fine either way. Um, It's more down to the players you know, trying to build up that trust back because that's why you hear players like Pete Alonso bring up suspicions about the ball. Mm -hmm. It's things like that. And I think that really, that's the root of a lot of issues in baseball is that the most important kind of actors in this sport don't trust each other and can't talk to each other and so how are you supposed to govern and produce a successful entertaining dramatic game when the two most important parts the office of major league baseball and the owners along with the players can't sit in a room together
0: that's how bad it's
1: that is the biggest thing for me and then like i said a standardized set of rules figure it's gonna be a a universal dh it's it's just gonna happen and it, it just at the, as much as I love watching pitchers hit, and I love the fact that Jacob Degrom is hitting 450 <laughs> on top of his microscopic ERA, it just it makes too much sense for both leagues to operate under one set of rules. Yep. They used to operate under different sets of umpires back in the day. They realized, hey, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Let's just put it all under one umbrella. It should be the same thing with rules. You know, if they want to make a change to the shift, I'm okay with that. Uh, we've talked about pitch clocks. You know, th- There's a bunch of different things for, for baseball. What it comes down to is trust and, and getting that action up. So that's what I go with without going on a three-hour rant.
0: I had no idea you were going to say that. You kind of took the sneaky route and, and were able to encompass a lot of different things in that answer. I, I like th- that. I
1: threw my shift in because <laughs> I have to. You know I had to. But Yeah,
0: I, I thought that's what you were going to say for sure. And <laughs> I, I was so excited to tell you why you're wrong. My... <laughs> Mine is universal DH. I think it's... There you go. I didn't mean to say it from you then. Yeah, no, it, it's the obvious resolution to me. And yes, as much as I love to see Jacob deGrom hit and to Clay, to see Clayton Kershaw come up and draw a, a run-earning walk, that was insane in that yes. Dodgers-Padres game. Uh, we just don't need that. And it, nope. it doesn't need to be a difference between the AL and the NL. The harmony piece is so, so, so important. I like the way that you kind of summed it all up. And that's, I mean, it's bigger bases. It's the pitch clock. It's limiting the number of pickoffs. You can put that all under one thing. Mm -hmm. I will go in a different direction then. Even more important than pitch doctoring or trying to manufacture more runs, I absolutely hate the runner on second rule. I, I don't think it's necessary. And the reason why I think that is because Major League Baseball has just taken upon itself taken upon itself to change the rules of the game, to change baseball, to try and get more eyes to the sport Mm -hmm. or to try to keep eyes on the sport, if you want to take it a little bit more positively. So they try and change things. And for the fans that really love baseball, that's ruining the game. Do you agree with that just before I keep going?
1: I do. Yeah, like the
0: seven-inning doubleheaders and the... Run around second, it changes the game of baseball. And there are even some people who don't want universal DH. The biggest thing that needs to change more than anything else, more than all of a sudden patting down pitchers and getting rid of substances and getting rid of the runner, it's to make the players more marketable. And it's to make people recognize Mike Trout. And even more importantly, when a player does something good, It is on baseball to not ruin the moment. (laughs) And by those moments, I mean the whole controversy over Yermin Mercedes and swinging at the 3-0 pitch. And the same thing that happened to Fernando Tatis last year. And Nick Castellanos getting suspended for flexing over somebody after he scored a run. It's little things like that. The narrative has become so negative about passion in baseball. And that's the difference between baseball and basketball and football and tennis and all the other sports, all of them. For some reason, passion isn't allowed in baseball mm-hmm. because it's been dominated by these, uh, these old guys for so long. So that, but- I, that really matters to me. You can change the rules. It's going to be different all you want. But really, you just got to get more eyes to the sport by making people tune in for the players. And on a side note, I think they should lower the game total to about 145 games.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting one. At 145 to 150, I think yeah. I would be open to. We've too. talked about, about uh, that yeah, uh, yeah, as well. And <laughs> how about to expand on your point on a more, um, not specific to the baseball game itself, but getting eyes to it. How about you stop the stupid blackout standards that... Oh, people that live in their own area cannot watch their team on MLB TV because you need to have a cable package to be able to watch it. Are you kidding me? I know you're with that. Like, I know you're trying to help out the cable companies and make (laughs) people basically subscribe to cable, but we're in 2021. And if I'm sitting here in New York and I can't get to my TV and I have to say, use my phone to try to watch a game. I can't watch the New York Mets in New York because it's blacked out. Are you kidding me?
0: I actually think it will be impossible for the blackout to continue as streaming becomes more and more relevant.
1: I hope so because it's it is one of the most mind-numbingly stupid <laughs> things that could be out there for really as you, for you said, for a sport that is trying to get more eyes on it, that wants more people to be invested. Well, sorry, you can't watch your local team. Yeah,
0: unbelievable. And you, you hear all about these parents of minor leaguers who are trying to watch their kids for the first time and can't because they're blacked out. Yep. Literally, I think it will be impossible in five years for blackouts to exist because people aren't going to have TVs anymore. They're not going to (laughs) pay for cable anymore. MLB will probably still think of a way to blackout in some way. But yeah, th- there are so many things we could talk about. I'm still shook that you didn't mention the shift because I, I thought know. that was something you felt very. Strongly about. I have
1: I, I threw you a curveball with extra spider tack on it. So. You did.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I hope I Rob even Manfred it. doesn't. I hope my, Rob Manfred doesn't catch me.
0: It's all just about the way that things are relayed, relayed to and the mm-hmm. communication. And it's there's important. been such a lack of communication between the owners. And the players, and then even from baseball to its fans, it seems like everybody's on a different page. So if there was just some peace and harmony in these labor relations coming up, baseball's got a long, 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 long way to go. And there are some glaring issues in my mind that can be resolved relatively easily. And one of them, first and foremost, to try and quiet this... uh, scandal is really the only word for mm-hmm. it they didn't handle the sign stealing scandal well because <laughs> no. the astros are now just continuing to get ripped for it for good reason in my mind but also that's all that's baseball's fault because they didn't give proper punishment don't do that with the foreign substances either enforce it and penalize it and end it or make some sort of minor shift like we talked about with just eliminating the really foreign stuff just don't be wishy-washy about it they have to come down and they have to do something so that something like this doesn't happen again
1: the ball is in major league baseball's court i'm not sure that's a good thing
0: yeah it's usually not (laughs) yeah
1: and that's that is not what you would want to hear for how a sport should be run especially when we can talk for hours about how glowing and exciting the players currently in this sport are um I think we all definitely have some concerns with how the sport is governed.
0: Yeah, and that's a really good point to end on, actually, because we are two of the biggest baseball fans on the planet. I absolutely love baseball. I yep. will continue to watch baseball. All that, no matter if teams are scoring three, scoring three runs a game, seven runs a game, or no runs a game, I will continue to watch baseball. But I want it to be better for everybody else. I want baseball to be as liked as some of the some of the other major sports because it deserves that and its players deserve that and its coaches deserves that there just needs to be more man what's the i, I keep saying peace and harmony but that's really the only thing that comes mm-hmm. to my mind there just needs to be more peace and more communication and more honesty maybe that's the better word honesty about what happens behind closed doors
1: honesty leadership like well, you said just baseball setting needs a good
0: example yeah
1: they, they need someone to really take the bull by the horns and drag this thing into the sunlight. And yeah. ah, we'll see if it happens.
0: Yeah. And that's the worst part because we know that this has ha- been happening forever. Mm. It's it's cheating. And now all of a sudden, just because offense is bad, it's a it's a problem. That's the thing that just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. Don't bring something up just because you're not ben- benefiting from it anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. Completely just true.
0: Rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. All right, well, I, I, we could talk about it for more and more and more hours, but I liked, I think the title of this should be Weekly Walk-Off, How to Fix Baseball. Ooh. And everybody's gonna tune in and hear the experts and hear all of our insight on how to fix the sport we love.
1: <laughs> I like it. Let's do it. I, I can make that happen. Title wise. <laughs> you can. Let's go. <laughs> Perfect. All right. That will do it for us here on our weekly walk off. You can follow us. Excuse me. I am getting my outro wrong. Oh my God. Be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at did you hear pod and leave a rating as well. We are bat flipping into the weekend. I'm going to be at the Grom Snell on Friday and I Cannot wait. Baseball is back who's going to govern it. We'll talk to you guys on Tuesday. Emma, that's a wrap.